Are you a healthcare organization struggling to achieve success? What if I told you that success not only depends on strategy, but also on the right mindset? At the Mindset Gap, their team of seasoned consultants understand the critical role mindset plays in achieving organizational excellence by empowering your workforce to think innovatively, embrace change, and adapt to new challenges. So imagine your workplace, one where your employees and patients thrive, where creativity and productivity go hand in hand, and where obstacles become opportunities. Don't let your organization fall into the mindset gap. Take the first step towards unlocking your potential today and email assist at themindsetgap.com with the referral code GENCAN20 to schedule a consultation. Welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. This is a safe space where we invite healthcare providers to unapologetically be themselves after the working day. My name is Jennifer George, and each week I will connect you with guests and stories that will help transform your stress to success and fulfillment. Are you with me? Grab your drink of choice and let's chat. Hey everyone, welcome to the Healthcare Provider Happy Hour. I'm your host, Jennifer George, and I'm joining you this evening with a glass of magnesium glycinate. It's actually called MagPop. It's this um, magnesium blend that I get from shoppers. And um, I usually drink it on days where I find I'm more sore right before bed. So that also gives you another idea as to what time I'm recording this podcast at. Um, but I really am excited to, to talk to you guys today about how I wrote an Amazon best-selling book. This, this is um, June 28th today, so it's Sunday, and this marks one year to the day exactly that I launched Communication is Care, Nine Empowering Strategies to Guide Patient Healing to Amazon, and it soared to bestseller status. So it reached um, bestseller in most of its categories that were medical reference, um, home and community care and nursing care and all of that. And also, it also hit um, like top 100 of the hot new releases and the movers and shakers list in the US and in Canada um, with the paperback, uh, the paperback version as well, which is usually um, unusual. <laughs> it's usually the Kindle that does better than the paperback. So how did I get to that point? Like I, it was a very surreal experience, um, but I can remember for as long as I can remember, my dad fell ill back in 2007 and his journey up until he passed in May of 2018 was nothing short of extraordinary, challenging, um, frustrating, sad, um, joyful. It was, there was a lot of highs and lows and we spent just as much in the, in the healthcare system as we did at home because of his chronic needs. 
And I've been saying for the longest time that I wanted to document my dad's story, that I wanted to write his story. I didn't know how, I didn't know when, I just knew it was something I wanted to do. So fast forward, my dad had passed in May of 2018, and I, in October of 2018, had this sudden urgency. I can't explain it. It was like just something came over me that... Like it was like my book had like appeared to me in a vision in a way. Like I knew exactly what I wanted to write. I knew exactly how I wanted it to flow. And um, I believe it back then it was kind of my dad guiding me there um, and also a way for me to stay connected to him. But I can remember being in my friend's kitchen that evening and I actually had said that I was going to write this book. And, um, And this is the intention behind it. This is what it's going to be about. And I'm going to tie in my dad's stories with my clinical experiences, just as I've always lived throughout the years, because I I became a physiotherapist at the onset um, of my dad um, suffering uh, with chronic illness in 2007. And yeah, and I never looked back. I never gave myself the chance or the opportunity to talk myself out of it. So how I became connected... Um, so I set that intention. I knew I was doing it, but how I became connected, I, I've been a part of the Wellness Universe, which is a health and wellness online community for a while. I've written a couple of blogs for them. You can check them out. They're still around. Um, and they have a bunch of wellness professionals in that community. And I connected with an author in the community who was coaching other authors. And she herself had written wellness books too and she had written over 40 of them and they were amazon bestsellers so she was coaching others on how to write a book and how to achieve bestseller status if that's what you wanted so of course i wanted that (laughs) Um, like why would you not right if you're going to put all of that effort into writing a book and all of that time but anyway so i hired her as my book coach and i invested in her services and she helped me Um, I forget how many months she was with me for, but it was a few months, basically up until the launch of my book and shortly thereafter. And we still keep in touch to this day. She's no longer coaching though, so um, I'm not referring anybody to her anymore, but um, you know, she's now pursuing another passion of hers, which I highly respect. And so once um, she was coaching me through the book, the book writing process, Um, I had to then go through an editing process and I had to find an editor. So when you're self-publishing, you can can do a few different things. It depends on how much you want to invest. But if you're self-publishing, you can like hire an editor separately, a designer separately um, and do all of that. Or you could do it kind of in a one, one shop hub, right? I couldn't be bothered with tracking all of that, to be honest with you, to save a few extra dollars. So I actually hired 1106 Design to edit and design my book. And the editing wasn't too involved for my book um, because it was quite well written off the get go. Um, But, you know, their services were very good. um, And that was also another investment. So my second point is to, first of all, set the intention. Second of all, be a part of a community online where you can network and connect with people that uh, might be in the same um, kind of in the same process as you that you can work with and um, even coach with or coach alongside. 
and seek support. Third is investing. Be prepared to invest, okay? Um, if you're going to put all of that effort into writing a book, why wouldn't you invest, okay? Unless you think that your book is going to sell hundreds of thousands of copies and you're going to be a New York Times bestseller, then you know, that's a different story. But I wrote my book for the purpose of getting my message out there. Like I said, I had this urgency about it that I had to get it out there. And so, like I said, it was like it all came to me and I wrote it within a few months and I never looked back. I just kept writing and writing. And, uh, you know, I work full time and I would work and then I would come home and I would write most days sometimes I would write like maybe twice a week but I would write in blocks of like three or four hours sometimes like I actually found Friday nights were the best time for me to write and I would kind of write well into the night um, starting in the early evening for some reason I found Fridays to be um, the day that I really um, connected and was in a flow so once I went through the design the editing um, then I also, like as a part of that package, also 1106 then uploaded my books for me to Amazon and to Ingram Spark, who's a distributor, a global distributor. And again, I didn't want to do any of that stuff because I just didn't have the time for it. And it, it's my first book, so I didn't know how involved the process was. So I was more than happy to allow them to do that and pay for their services in doing so. And they were wonderful and um, great in doing that. So the other thing too I want to mention before I get into um, Amazon itself. So um, the fourth thing is marketing your book. Okay, so I, along the whole book writing process, started to share my journey with my communities. So on Facebook especially, um, on Instagram especially, and on Twitter. And I kept doing that. I would share excerpts. I would update update them on where they were at. I built an email list where I messaged um, you know, individual people that I had on my, um, on my connections list and asked if they would want to support me and support this message. And most people said yes, which I, which I was so happy to hear. Um, and I picked and chose like who I wanted on my email list, right? I didn't just send a mass generic email. Like it, it was more, um, it was more intentional than that. People that I knew would appreciate the book. Another thing too is once the rough copy was done, like the final version, I then sent that out. So this is kind of the fifth thing, I guess you can say, are reviews and testimonials. I then sent that out to some subscribers of my email list to read a free sample of the book and to give a, an honest testimonial. And that's what I used in my book once it launched. Then again, I, was, I uploaded it to Amazon. I shouldn't say I did, 1106 did. Once I knew uh, when the launch date was gonna be, I, I was kind of um, sending out frequent emails within a week or two prior to, to let people know. I was, again, marketing on social media and I was getting the word out there. And I could not have been more grateful for everybody's support, even till this day. People are still supporting um, the message and you know, the next chapter of all of this. And when it comes to hitting bestseller status on Amazon, basically when you upload the book, you have to fill in a bunch of information as to which categories your book most applies to. So I basically um, 
you know, I picked categories that were very specific and not super generalized. Because if you go super general, like then you're competing with, you know, hundreds of books um, in that genre. And it would be super hard to achieve a bestseller in, in that regard. But even then, um, <laughs> to land on the hot new releases and the movers and shakers list, I definitely was not expecting. And, you know, it was like one of the biggest joys of my life to see my book on that list. And finally, number seven, committing to the long game. So I'm going to be honest here for a moment. I really enjoyed the process of marketing my book. Once it was out, I did a lot of media, TV, um, newspapers, radio to get the word out since June, from about June to, um, I think somebody did a review uh, on the London Free Press actually um, this month as well. So there's still, there's still been some marketing lingering. But I will be honest in saying that I haven't been pushing that too much or putting myself out there too much because I kind of, I just, like, I don't know what it is. I just kind of stopped. It wasn't because my passion for it stopped. I think I just assumed by this point people would pick up and the book would kind of start to take care of itself when in reality what I should be doing is nurturing it still. You know, so much time and effort and love and passion and purpose went into this book that you just have to continue to nurture it through. And so now I'm at the point where I am approaching international publishers myself in hopes of getting my book out uh, more globally. There have been people like in the UK and Australia and Ireland, in, um, India, you know, France who've purchased the book on Amazon but it would be wonderful to have a publisher pick it up in those countries as well. And that's where I'm at in my journey today. So um, I hope this helps you. Just to recap, let's go over the seven things again. First thing is setting the intention and not looking back. Second thing, maybe joining an online community where you can network with people that are at the same stage as you or even further beyond you that can maybe mentor you, coach you, support you. Third, be prepared to invest, okay? Um, it depends. If you're expecting to like be a best-selling author internationally, like I said, New York Times best-selling author, that process is super specific and it's actually very expensive um, to become a New York Times best-selling author. I think the last time I heard it was like a quarter of a million dollars to be considered one. So um, write the book because you believe in it and you are the only person that has to believe in it. Number four, market your book before you actually launch it. Okay, so start putting together an email list, start sharing your journey on social media. That's what social media is. You know, it's a reality show of your life and people do want to support you. So put it out there and share what you're doing with others and they will support you. Um, try to um, ask for reviews and testimonials again before it launches and put those testimonials into your book um, upon its launch in the final version. Upload to, um, to Amazon, okay, whether you do it yourself or to any other distributor like Ingram Spark. I had my designer do that all for me. That was part of my package. Um, but apparently people can do it themselves as well. It's just if you have the time to learn that and do that, go for it. Um, it just depends on how much you're able to invest. And finally, 
commit to the long game. So don't just write it and expect it to just um, fall into the hands of the right people. You have to nurture it and continue to market it and continue to grow its impact, right? Like, you know, my, my book's done so well here in, you know, Windsor, Essex, because this is where I'm from and people support local authors. Um, but I want this book to reach the masses. I want it to go global because I believe the message of positive and compassionate communication um, should be taught and um, understood internationally and around the world. So if you guys have any questions, please don't hesitate to DM me on Instagram. That's where I'm most present. Uh, my handle is at bestobsessed underscore with Jen. And if you want to purchase a book of Communication is Care and see what all the hype is about, um, <laughs> you can check it out on Amazon. And it's actually on every ebook retailer, um, you know, like Barnes & Noble, Walmart, Target, like they, they're all carrying the book. And that's mainly through the distribution of Ingram Spark, um, who is... Uh, sharing that book. It's even on eBay. I've seen it. I've seen it all over. So if you literally go to Google now <laughs> and type in communication is care, Jennifer George, you will see, um, you'll see it come up. So check that out. And guys, if this helped you in any way, or if you felt inspired by this podcast, you know, please take a screenshot, tag me, share it, and I'll be sure to do the same. And as usual, I would love for you to leave a five-star review. If it's no bother to you, um, just simply scroll down to the bottom of all the podcasts. You'll see a tab that says write a review and that's it you just write a simple review it takes 30 seconds and i can't tell you how important the reviews are to allow me to continue to bring healthcare providers together to continue to share our stories to continue to take care of one another and you know share our stories of burnout overcoming and fulfillment so until we chat next time guys stay well and stay happy so if you guys like this podcast, please subscribe and leave an honest review. Your feedback means everything to me. Your reviews are what moves this podcast forward, and I always appreciate receiving them. If you want to get a hold of me directly, reach out to me on social media. My handles are in the show notes. And you can always subscribe to my weekly newsletters at jennifergeorge.co so that we can stay connected. So until next time, thank you guys so much again for your ongoing support.